This week's episode of Choose Don't Excuse is sponsored by Muscle Donut. Muscle Donuts are gluten-free, baked, never fried, hand-dipped, and packed with 10 grams of protein. That's right, 10 grams of protein. We absolutely love them. In fact, it is one of Judy's absolutely favorite treats, especially if you saw her Valentine's Instagram. If you enjoy living a healthy lifestyle, but donuts are your weakness, check out themusceldonut.com. Aloha! And welcome to another episode of Choose Don't Excuse, where we're always exploring the power of choice in your life. My name's Jody. And I'm Judy. And we are super, super excited because we actually have our second guest that is joining us today, and it is our number three son, Zane Cedric. What's going on, everybody? (laughs) Hey, we've had more guests on. Who have we had? We've had, oh man, it's a detailing (laughs) guy. So we've oh, got our yes, oldest, Devin, and yep. then, gosh, we bypassed Christian. I guess we'll have to have Christian on later. Yeah. That's our second son. That's right. We had my good buddy from Miami Lux detailing yes, on with Yes, Miami us, so. Lux. That was a great, great yes. interview. So And so Zane's our third guest. Yep. This is cool. We so, like having guests. Yeah, we're super, super excited. And, and kind of the idea came from actually a phone call that Zane and I had when he was on a business trip. And he has a really, really cool job. Okay, but wait, before we what? tell about his job, we got to tell about Zane. Okay, well, that's kind of leading to oh, okay. about Go Zane. Ahead. So ahead. he works for Dutch Bros as a mobster, <laughs> and I right, love Zane? that. I love that title because when you think of mobster, you think of, you know, Al Capone and Well, people. yeah, <laughs> these guys are the Dutch mafia. They are the Dutch mafia. That's what they're so. called. So mobster totally makes sense. So, and I, I love it. So, and it's, uh, it's so a I, game. I love that it's a unique title because he is a unique individual. And so let's talk a little bit about Zane and then we'll talk about his things that he's doing as a mobster. As a mobster. And I think the really cool part of this whole thing is here. Uh, this is pretty sad, Zane, but I actually don't even know how old you are. Are you 19 or 20? <laughs> I'm 20 years old. I had to think about it. This is my own son. And I'm like, wait, wait, what year were you born? Look, I have six kids. So, okay, we have six kids. I feel you like have I have them. And so keeping track of their years, seriously, you know what? I'm like, you look, I know that they're there. I know they're alive. I know what, you know when their birthdays are. So, hey, that's good enough, right? After they graduate, it's just a blur. <laughs> <laughs> but did you guys hear that? He is 20 years old and he's done a lot in his little young lifetime. And to be a mobster, I mean, I want Zane to tell all about his Dutch Bros life. But um, yeah, actually, tell us a little bit about your Dutch Bros career. And, yeah, what is a mobster? Oh, well, so, wait, what is Dutch Bros? We need to like That tell is true. A lot people, of people don't know Yeah, Dutch Bros. I mean, if you're not from here, you're not from Idaho or where are they at? I don't Utah, know, Utah. Arizona. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I know Utah, Arizona. California? Uh, California, Washington, Oregon, and Montana. Okay, so if you're not from around here, those areas, you're really not going to know what Dutch Bros is. So, Zane, take it away. Tell us what Dutch Bros is. Um, Well, Dutch Bros Coffee Shop, it is a coffee shop, but um, we do handcraft drinks, experiences, and uh, one of our mission statements is we are a fun-loving, mind-blowing company that makes a 
massive difference one cup at a time. Um, I absolutely love my job. Uh, be working with Dutch Bros has given me a good outlook on like give back days and uh, really giving back to your community and pouring back into it. Um, coming up in September, we have a special called Buck for Kids. It's where every Dutch Bros donates a dollar to a children's uh, foundation of their choice. Uh, it's one of our biggest wow, uh, that's cool. give backs of like the year. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I love it. And so working for a company that teaches us to give back has been really mm -hmm. important to me. Uh, my actual job title as a mobster, mob stands for uh, master of barista. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even know I that. See, I was thinking it was a mob because you're a mafia guy, gang guy. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, so the master mob, of barista. M-O-B, master of barista. Oh, and so what nice. we do is we go ahead, um, we're called like the protectors of Dutch Bros culture. Uh, we are really big on like teaching people how to go above and beyond, how to kill it, like at the window, how to treat people um, like humans and how to make something that just seems transactional, transformational and Ooh, the cool. uh, possibilities of that. Um, there's a lot that you can do uh, working for Dutch Bros and it can be anything that you'd like it to be. Uh, it can be just like a small career. That, it can just be a part-time career where you just go work. Uh, it's good for college jobs. Everyone's hanging out. Everyone's always dancing to music or you can actually make it a career for yourself and it's been uh, fun being a part of that. I love them. I love my job. I love Dutch Bros as a company. It's pretty awesome. I, I love that you said a mind-blowing experience because the first time you go to Dutch Bros, it is a mind-blowing experience. <laughs> I mean, it's it's high energy, loud music. It's, you know, hey, how's your, how are you? What are you doing this day? Oh, I the mean, people, people there, are very yeah, engaging. I mean, that's what that, makes it so fun going the, there. Those that work there, they are so engaging with the with the customers. There's you can't go away from that place without a smile. I mean, really, I don't, I don't know. Or if you came in or came up to the window, very, you know, kind of sad or somber, I think that anybody would be turn around and be happy. Like, mm -hmm. you know, turn, have you done that before? I'm, I'm assuming you have where someone's kind of had a kind of a hard day and they come up to the window and. Oh, for sure. We have a, I've had definitely my own share of stories, um, and I think every barista that works for Dutch Bros does, because we push genuinity uh, onto pe uh, onto every interaction. If you're going to ask somebody about their day, really listen. Be mm. intentional, and if you're going to ask questions, like be there for it. Be present and be um, conscious of what's kind of going on. Remember faces and treat them as like people. Um, I personally have had my own experiences with a lady who came in and like my first six months working at Dutch Bros where she had just broken up with her fiance of oh, 10 years. Wow. Oh yeah. She was, she was in tears, but, uh, that's something that I thought was very interesting is that she needed a smile. She needed a little bit of extra love. And so she came to us for that. Really? Oh, mm -hmm. she knew that she would get it there. It's something that's a little bit different. That's you can cool. always, you can go get coffee anywhere, but a lot of the time, People That's come for the actual experience and for the love that um, that we deliver. And uh, as much as we deal in really good coffee, that's not our main product. And that <laughs> is something that is told for, to us from the very beginning. Is like we may deal coffee, but what we actually sell is love. Oh, uh, wow. And that's something that they've pushed from us in the very beginning. Is like we may be a coffee shop, but that's not what our goal is. Yeah. It is a means to do so.
Yeah, I, I love that because they Despros has created such a phenomenal culture around lifting people and making them feel just amazing. And I think, you know, when you and I were talking, when you were in Arizona opening one of the stores, that was one of the things that I really felt from you is you were, you spent an entire month opening the store and training the team down there. Mm -hmm. That's what he does as a mobster. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so let's talk about that experience because we had some great conversations about that. Well, I like actually, and with that experience, I want you to expound upon, you said, instead of it just being a transaction, it's, what did you call it? You a said transformation. Transformational. Yeah. You and can, so that's what you're looking at when you're training those, um, the new team in like in Arizona where you just came from, right? It's not just a transaction. It's a transformation. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Expound on that. Um, so I was in Arizona for about a whole month. Uh, during the month of August, and it was absolutely awesome. I got to train a lot of cool individuals, um, and I had the unique experience of, like, yes, we can always, like, train drinks, but I got to do the service positions, which were, like, the window, taking uh, orders on the line and stuff. But with that in mind, how do you also... We can treat them like a transaction. We can get the money. We can give them the coffee and send them on their way. But in that one minute of time that we have, how can you also make somebody's day a little bit better? Um, and sometimes it's just teaching somebody that, hey, sometimes people just need to come through, get a crisp high five, and send them on their way to their, uh, for their coffee, send them to wherever they're going. And some people need a little extra love. And so picking up on those signals and teaching that and how to uh, be intentional with everyone was something that I'm very big on. And so I was very happy to train that position of like, how can we go on, go past, um, just like taking an order? Cause you can always take an order. You can teach a monkey to take an order, but how do you invest back into someone? How do you ask them about their day? How can you really start to create a bond, uh, between you and like a customer? Some of the regulars that come through every single day are going to come through every single day. So how can I teach you to take that extra step? Um, ask them about their lives a little bit. Ask them about their families. How do you um, remember their drink? And then remembering details about them. It's all about the little things uh, that you can teach someone to make um, not only their time like working for Dutch Bros really good and really quality and like making the customers experience really quality, but how can I also teach you to invest back into yourself? How can I make you believe in yourself and your capability of being able to be more than just a transaction, be more than just, Hey dude, what's your coffee? What's your order? Uh, this is the total and send you on your way. How can I teach you to add your own sense of personality into something that seems so simple? How can I teach you to be more yourself? And so that was really fun, um, teaching a lot of people to, like, you can be real with people and be honest and be authentic. authentic. Mm -hmm. You can be totally authentic with people and really love on people in a real way because once you're authentic with people, it can go miles. Right. I've had regulars from uh, where we live in um, Caldwell offer to fix my car. Um, <laughs> wow. It's, really? If you take the transaction out of it mm -hmm. and really focus on the individual and their personal life, you realize that everyone's human. And so how do you, uh, I was able to teach somebody how to treat people like humans and be more than just a single transaction that they do every single day.
So I could tell you guys can't see this listeners, but Jody and I both have like all these questions <laughs> that we want to fire at Zane. So do you want to go no, first? No, no, I'm waiting. So my thought is this, here's the thing. If you, you're going to train someone to do that, to be able to bring that, but out of, you know, out of the, out of themselves and, and the customer. But I'm thinking before this, even this training has to happen, there's, I think there's a unique personality that needs to be hired you know, for those positions. I don't think to me, I mean, I want to work for Dutch bros now. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like dang, let's yeah. go, you know, but I'm thinking there's got to be a unique personality that is hired first. And I know that you had to go through, I want to say, was it auditions or some kind of like an audition tra- um, interview type situation? Or I, I don't know. I know somebody else had to do that for another stand, um, same company, but um, so I, I guess let's go back to that. Like what kind of person would be hired for working for a Dutch bros? Because you can't just train. I don't believe you can just train any. Well, I don't know. Can you just train anybody to be inspirational and to be like all that to, to be able to help others? Well, do they love people? Yeah. You, I think that's part do, of, uh, So the person that you're going to hire is somebody that's going to love people. Like there's not a, kind of a social person. So think of it this way. If there was, there's about 60 people that are hired at every stand, right? Whoa. <laughs> Just know. cycling through all that kind of stuff. Yeah. There's, but um, if there was 60 people exactly like me. Okay, no, yeah. Okay. They would not, that wouldn't be authentic. Okay, good point. That wouldn't be real. Yeah. Right. Um, we deal with authenticity. We push people to be the most real versions of themselves. So to call it a certain personality type, mm-hmm. I would totally disagree. Okay. Because... There, I'm a very high energy person in the shop. I'm singing, I'm dancing, I'm banging spoons on things. But one of the girls that I trained in um, Arizona, her name is Josephine, and she's lit- literally melted my heart. But her demeanor and her personality is very small. Not small in the sense that she's a small person. She's very loving and kind, and she's she's not boisterous. She's not more quiet. More quiet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Reserved. But that's that's what some people need. We don't yeah. hire a certain type of personality. Uh, we hire people ah, okay. that want to love on others and okay. get to know people. Okay. And that can come in many forms. If there was a thousand, if there were 60 people exactly like me, that wouldn't be authentic. But <laughs> that would be wild. That would be <laughs> wild. There'd be a lot going on. <laughs> the Z clone. Right? <laughs> but if there's 60 different people with all the same direction Good and game. where you I can like point them in wow. the right areas... Then you get authenticity. Then okay. you get realness and you that get totally real people. That totally makes sense. I love mm-hmm. that. The same direction, the same vision. But you've got different personalities. Because but different got, personalities. You can bring, bring something to the table. Exactly. To the okay. I, I love that because yeah. it, it comes, it turns the whole transaction of buying a smoothie or a coffee away from being a transaction into an intentional experience to help you have a phenomenal experience, even if it's just for two Mm -hmm. minutes, right? And the other thing that I keep thinking about is, is two things. One, it doesn't take that long to have an impact on somebody. Mm -hmm. And two, anybody can have an impact with the right heart. Absolutely. And sometimes you make make the biggest impacts without noticing it. Um, just by being you. And so that's why I push people to be exactly as they are when like, whether it be on the window or like taking, uh, orders on the iPad, that's fine. 
but I always push people to be exactly who they want to be on. You're encouraging that. them. Right, exactly. Because okay. otherwise, why? I don't want you to be anyone other than you. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that I personally push on them is like, I want you to do this the way you want to do it. Because there's no right way to do it other than entering the order incorrectly and well, loving on people. And, whoops, my allergies are coming through. <laughs> <laughs> You've really to, been struggling with that the last couple of weeks. So. What I was going to say was the fact that, like, we talked about this last week in our last podcast about serving. And that just sounds like that's the whole point of this is to, yes, you're going to provide the product, the coffee, this, you know, whatever, the uh, smoothie or whatever it is that they want, the tea, but you're actually providing the service is more of love. And, um, well, you were saying you, you, we wanted to talk about specifically about how you did draw, how do you draw and encourage someone to be their most authentic self. What's one of the things that you would do? I mean, I think us as business owners um, and just anybody in particular, how do you draw out of yourself that belief in yourself that you can do something or that you, you know, can be inspirational to others or help others? Some, a lot of people are different. Um, some people get inspired through videos or, um, from different books and stuff, I personally had to be inspired and told um, that I was doing a pretty okay job, um, that I was uh, doing something to my full capacity and that uh, it inspired me to be better because people believed in me. And sometimes that's all that it takes. So that affirmation, and that personal affirmation, affirmation from somebody helps else mm -hmm. helped build on what you already had inherently inside, but maybe you didn't recognize it. Somebody else could see it and say, you know what, if I just encourage and lead and guide and invite them to bring out that natural gift, then it, it blossoms like you could never imagine it could. And sometimes it takes somebody else to do that. Somebody, uh, for me, I needed somebody else to believe in me in order for me to believe in myself. And that's okay. Everybody gets inspired a little bit differently. Some people can just read an inspirational book or a self-help book or watch something that makes them want to be better. But it always, I think, stems from somebody else. Whether it be from someone speaking at like a TED Talk or somebody's own words of advice through a book or literature or anything like that, I think inspiration can and will come from other people that believe in you as well and that are passing on like information and love and care. Um, I think it takes more than just yourself to believe in yourself sometimes because you, some people need that extra help and some people need to believe in themselves by having somebody believe in them. I like the thought of that because I think a lot of times it's just, you know, Dig in, pull yourself up by the bootstraps, and you can solve anything, son. Just get in hard work, right? But some people actually need somebody to see the positive, the goodness in them, and kind of encourage it and, and sow it until they reach the standpoint that they see it in themselves. And once they see it in themselves, then they can truly soar. Because when they see it in themselves, then it sparks new ideas of creativity and go, oh, you know what? I really do have these talents. I really do have this, these gifts in these areas. And if I build on those, man, where can I go? Absolutely. Well, I think, too, that it also, 
I mean, it can stem from childhood, right? I mean, like, you know, parents, mm-hmm. you know, also encouraging them to do better, you know, they're, however, to, you know, showing them that they have, by just uh, complimenting them on different talents or different things that they're doing. I think there's a lot of what you're seeing is they get the outside influences that help bring out the best in them. Mm-hmm. But, and, and I guess one of my questions, and I think you probably already answered it, but maybe we'll try again, I just, mm-hmm. is the fact that if you don't have, hmm, sometimes there's people, we don't have those outside influences helping us. So you're saying, but then maybe you could get it from a book or maybe mm-hmm. you can, so, so it would be from somebody, somebody else just in a different form. Yeah, you know, that that's an interesting thought because... Well, a good buddy of mine, Cornelius Dunlap, he he runs a podcast called Champion Fire. And he talks about when he was young, he didn't have solid influences around him. So he went and found it in sports. And mm-hmm. and okay. so he found it in coaching and in and competing and being with a team. You know, so he, he recognized that he needed something in himself, but he didn't necessarily have in his immediate surroundings, that which was needed to propel him to where he wanted to go, where he needed to go. And he found that in an outside group that really helped him to flourish. Well, and I think then, uh, I guess what can really be helpful to know is that as you're getting this impact or having this impact, you yourself saying having this impact on other people, we as people need to realize and recognize the things that we say and do on a daily basis impact other people. Yeah. So, I mean, that could be like, you know, positive and negative, right? I mean, just, I always use this analogy, but I always think of it like being cut off in the road or something, you know, your reaction to that person, you know, that can really impact. Maybe the person was just kind of like, Oh, I'm sorry. I was just, you know, something happened to my, family member and I was just off the road and I didn't, I didn't mean to do that and, you know, cut you off. And then, but the other person getting all mad and angry at them, you know, <laughs> then you're going to feel even worse. Right. And so it's, I mean, that's hard, right? I mean, that's a hard, cause we do react. Right. So instead of reacting, perhaps maybe something that we can do, um, in the mornings or before we set our day is set our own intentions, our own personal intentions about saying, you know, what kind of positive impact am I going to be, am I going to make on this world today? Oh, I completely agree. I think being intentional is a huge part of self-growth. Um, being intentional with your time and your goals and what you need and that where areas either you need to improve in or areas you'd like to improve in. Um, I think setting those goals and being intentional is huge. Uh, otherwise, you don't have the, you may have them in the back of your mind, but you don't bring them to the forefront. Once you have them in the forefront, I think it makes a big difference. Being intentional with your time, writing down goals, and being conscious of those goals, even if it is something as little as like reminding yourself of them in the morning, during breakfast, or anything like that. I think uh, being intentional in that way is going to be way more beneficial. So, what are some of the things that you're very intentional about? You know, to help your day be positive. Um, especially working at Dutch Bros, there is, if you can, the quote was, if you can make some, if you can make somebody laugh and forget about their day, then you've done your job. Mm. That's some, that's my goal. Say it again. 
please. If you can make someone's day, like, if you can make somebody forget about the problems of their day, because everybody has them. Everybody has a lot of baggage that they're carrying with them. We're all human, and we all have emotions that get hurt. And if I can make somebody forget about those for a single second out of their day, then I've done a good job. So that's something I'm very intentional with walking into the shop every day. If I can make, whether it be a customer or one of my friends working with me, um, if I can make them forget about the hardships of their day, then I've done my job right. That's all that I push people to do is make somebody's day better. Be intentional with that and set that as a goal for yourself because you'll make a lot more days than you realize. Well, you know, and I'm really impressed with you, Zane, and your maturity because I'm trying to think at 20 where I was at. Actually, at 20, I was getting married to <laughs> Daddy here, to Judy. And so I was like, um, but... You know, I felt some, I mean, I felt mature enough to get married and obviously it's worked out. We've been married 30 years, but I don't remember me thinking about, you know, inspiring others, believing in myself, um, having intention, having affirmations. I just, I don't recall feeling like that. So it's really amazing to me or what did I say? I guess it's, well, it's amazing, but I'll come up with the other word that I'm thinking of. To me, that you are at this age feeling that gut. Is this kind of like, I don't know if it's a, I'll call it millennial, but I don't know if that's a, a millennial thing or it's just something that's just innate in you. I mean, did you receive this information from anyone besides, you know, parents? Just kidding, guys. I'm, <laughs> I'm pushing, pushing my agenda. I'm just kidding. But like, yeah, how did you, how do you feel like you're like this? Like, um, it just comes naturally? It's a Dutch Bros thing. Yeah, but before Dutch Bros. No, 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 no. It's completely a Dutch Bros. Oh, okay. Person. So you received so this. So uh, is, this is something that How I received How long have you been there, by the company. way? How long I've have you been I've been working for Dutch Bros for two and a half years. Um, now. Wow. Since high school, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So graduated um, on my last semester. I got hired over there. And um, that's something that we push very hard. Okay. We have this event called Kocha. Um, it actually was trending on the news a little while back, but... That whole event is basically if you take like a TED talk and add a Dutch bro spin on it. How can you uh, be better? What does good credit look like? What, how do you save money? How do you push people to be better? How can we grow you? It's all these little um, speeches that like our leaders in the company mm -hmm. will speak to us, talk to us, talking about being intentional. Uh, our three core values are speed, quality, and service. But how can you make... One of the uh, speeches that really stuck out with me is, like, about quality. How can you make, like, not only the drinks quality, that's one thing, but how can you make the time you spend with each person, whether it be in the shop or in your own personal life, how can you be more, make time more quality? How can you make um, the quality of the love that you give people more intentional? Um, I totally think it's a Dutch Bros thing. Mm -hmm. They, the company itself is... Pushing people to better themselves and giving us ways to do so. Um, so I totally think that's where a lot of my own self-empowerment has come from, was from the actual company, right. which I think is crazy that a company can do that for people. And a lot of my friends just got back from this Coach of Palooza event, and um, 
that literally sets them on fire when yeah. they get back to yeah. the shop. They want to be intentional. They want to inspire people. They want to love on people in such a unique way. Uh, and it's completely free. Um, Dutch Bros sets that up for the employees to pour into them, giving right. back not only to the community, but giving back to the workers so, themselves. So this event, you're saying that they're, every year they have it and every year everybody goes? Not everybody, but the majority of people do. Okay. Um, Everybody's invited? Yeah. Everyone's okay. invited. Yeah. So that's, but that's, it's, is it a requirement that they go to this um, Coach Palooza? No, not okay. at all. Um, our franchise, uh, or our operation here uh, pushes everyone to, if you've been here. If you haven't either been here for, if you haven't gone in three years or I think it was six months, um, they send you. But I remember my first Coach Palooza, or Coacha, and it was absolutely bonkers absolutely mm -hmm. crazy and it was one of the most inspirational um events that i've ever been to and it i got paid for it i had i quote unquote had to go to work that day and we did yoga we did dance competitions mm -hmm. we um that was your sang job. dance and we watched macklemore and khalid on at the end of the day oh wow um they provided cool. a concert for us they make it fun in order for people to be involved. Well, they're investing, what it sounds to me, they are investing in their employees more than just, you know, monetarily um, and more than just training. This is like their lives and they're investing in their life. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously they've encouraged your life for the better right. and you've, you've transformed because of them, because of their philosophy. This is, this is Dutch Bros philosophy to pour into their employees but really, it's more than just employees. It's a family. It's a family. Yeah. Yeah, and I think what looking outside, looking in as as his parents is, it's it's almost like the foundation that we built for him because he was always. I we, everybody needs to be included. He never mm, yeah. wanted anybody Zane. to be excluded. Zane, Zane, yes, yeah. Zane always wanted people to be included. He always wanted to make sure somebody felt welcome. I, I remember one time you came to us and said, hey, do you mind if our my friend has his birthday party at our house? Because he wasn't going to be able to do it at his house for whatever reason. We're like, yeah. And and I think about, you know, little things like, you know, when you guys would be talking to each other as young siblings and the question would be, are you building up or tearing down? And so having that foundation and then finding a company that married with that foundation that you already, it, have, that you yeah. already had yeah. enabled you to explode in a way that me and mom never could have done by ourselves. And I love that because it, it really does take a village, mm -hmm. right? And you meet people, you get hired by people, and they bring out the very best in you. But you have to be willing to accept the invite, Right? Because if you're not wanting to grow, if you're not wanting to jump in, like you said, not everybody has to go to Coachella. They're encouraged to, but they don't have to. Right? And, and I love that because when you invite people, they have to find something within themselves to go, you know what? I want to be better. I want to help other people be better. And when you find that internally, then you're able to find ways to really, really have an impact not only on your life, but those around you. Oh, absolutely. I would say so. Yeah, I like the the whole um, philosophy, the whole family atmosphere. That's not, that's unique in, you it's know. It's very not, unique. There's not very many. I, I, well, okay, I can't say, 
I shouldn't say there's not very many companies. I don't know all the companies in, in this, you know, in our world, but I mean, that, that, um, uh, culture is unique. Um, yes. I believe also with the corporation that I partner with, with Beachbody, we do the same thing where we have events, where we have leadership, we have training. There's always ongoing everything. And the whole thing, the whole framework is about serving others and being your own authentic self and realizing that you need to take care of you first in order to take care of others. Mm-hmm. And so that sounds like what, you know, Dutch is also saying is like, you got to take care of you and then you can take care of others as well as Absolutely. you do both. You can do both at the same time. Do you have like a morning or evening or whatever yeah, routine? That was my question. Yeah, I want to know if like you have a routine of your own that helps one fuel you so that you can fuel others. Oh, um, I love the gym. I love working out mainly because uh, that helps me a lot. Mainly because that I intentionally take ownership of. Um, anytime, whether it be I am working out or I am making a meal for myself or uh, just going on a drive for myself, it's always like, this is my time. I make it intentional and like label it as this is for me and this is something that I am doing for me. And with that consciousness of like um, using my time to better myself and like uh, labeling it as such helps me a lot um, to set that bar for myself to make sure that I am at least taking care of myself at some point in the day uh because otherwise i'm just taking care of others but i know i function the best when i take care of myself and it could be someplace simple something as simple as i love to do my hair um i love to make sure that i look nice i like to uh be very fashion conscious and stuff like that it may seem small, but when I look good, I feel good, and I mm-hmm. act good, and I can pour into people um, to the best of my ability. And sometimes that's what it takes. I just need that little time for myself to make sure that I do well for today. As long as I set myself up, I know that I can perform to the best of my ability. But I have to consciously take that time um, to fill my cup. Do you have like a certain amount of time? that you take or do you just like just do it and just like however long it takes you or however long it takes because sometimes it can be two hours three hours to myself or the whole day and sometimes if I'm really busy uh, like I was in Arizona running around all the time working about nine to twelve hours every day um, sometimes it was just 30 minutes to myself okay so every day you make sure you have some time for you Mm -hmm. that's great yeah I didn't I didn't grow up thinking like that not that my parents my parents didn't teach me that or anything, and it's not that they would have avoided, but or you know, not allowed me to do that. But I honestly, it was only recently where I realized that I need to take time for me, you know. And sometimes you have to burn out to realize you have to take time. <laughs> oh, out. absolutely. That happened to me actually. That's well, and that's a problem. Most right? people burn out until they go. You know what? I have to take care of myself. Right. Instead of like you, you've learned at a young age to go. You know what? Self-care is important. Mm-hmm. I need I need the time to go to the gym. I need the time to take care of how I feel, the way I look. And it really, really is a hard thing for people that dedicate that time to be intentional about taking care of themselves. Oh, absolutely. And I'm still learning that. Um, I'm still trying to figure out like what makes me feel the best every single day. And I make sure that... I, that I do those things. It's always going to be a learning curve. I'm going to discover yeah. brand new things about myself that I enjoy uh, to do to make myself feel 
more full. Well, and that's true because we're we're human, so we're dynamic. We're not going. We're not robots. We're not going to do the same exact thing every single time. It's just we might have a routine, mm-hmm. but something might you know slip it up or whatever, and then you just kind of have to do what you can and move on with that. But I love that you're able to um, do that for yourself because a lot of times when people think. I don't know if a lot of times, but I, I, I say this because I think it's our generation, Jody, where if it's self-care, it's selfish. Yes. I think that's I our agree. generation. Yes. And which obviously burned us out. Because, a lot of people. Because, yes. well, I know it burned me out as a young mom. And then I went to a deep depression. And that was just 14 years ago. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, I had to go through that time frame, that's really where I finally realized I have to say no to some things. I can't say yes to everything and feel like my time is not important because that's what it was. It was mm-hmm. like, I was thinking, Oh, everybody else's time is important. I'll take care of all that, but never taking care of me because I thought that's selfish. Yeah. Where obviously I am training and teaching, encouraging my clients now to no, you have to take care of you because that's important. If you, it's just like anything. If you don't take care of the foundation of your house, you it's going to fall apart. Right, and that's what you're saying too, Zane. So, and that's something that I learned um, in Arizona was mm-hmm. we call them healthy no's. Um, learn knowing your limits and abiding to that, and being owning up to it. Um, if you need to say it, because everyone on the mob team is always wanting to hang out, always wanted to, which is awesome. And like everyone always wants to see each other and we spend like quality time with each other. Uh, and I love that. But with that in mind, when you're working for so long and wanting to hang out all the time, you have to take the quality time that you would give to others for yourself at the exact same time. And you call those healthy and nose. And you call them healthy nose. I like that. Healthy nose. Because you can always, hmm. you can always say yes, but you need to know where the line is. When it becomes Sometimes healthy it is harmful. okay to say no. Do you Absolutely. say to them, yes. um, I'm giving you a healthy no if they invite you? <laughs> I mean, you can. <laughs> Usually I'm just like, hey, dude, I really just need to go take a nap. Or, hey, dude, I just want to spend some time with me. And the nice thing is, is I work at a company of people that understand that. And that's preached. And that's taught to take responsibility for yourself, dude. Be accountable. Okay. Take care of yourself. I like that. Love each other and want want to push yourself to be the best version of yourself. But, like, know what the best version of yourself is by learning about yourself. Yeah. Be selfish with your time. Be intentional with your time. But take some time for yourself. So, okay. So I'm going to play devil's advocate for just a second. And I want to ask this question. Because what happens if... Like, you're, and I know it's not happening with Dutch because of the people that, you know, the way they're trained and encouraged, but just of overall people, overall, just anybody, the fact that what happens if you are spending all your time with you? Like, you're just doing you all the time and not giving, I mean, I'm going to assume that can happen too. I want to think that's called narcissism, but who knows? (laughs) But I'm just saying like, when when you can you where where do you think you could draw the line and say okay I'm going to you know do this for me and and this is what I need to do to fill my bucket to fill my cup but then you know there's times where you really do need to give and so do you feel like there could be that you know 
other so- side of the co- sword or oh. other side of the coin. Yeah, absolutely. But so then how do you combat that and say, okay, now I'm being too selfish and... Where you take too much of your time to yourself? Yeah. How do you know that, I guess, maybe? I almost don't think that's a problem sometimes. Because if you're spending time with yourself and that's something you enjoy to do, mm-hmm. um, and it's making you a better person, and you can come out of that self care time with yourself uh even if it is a long amount of time and you think that you need to pour into people and like you can but i also think that that's not a bad thing necessarily we're to the at least from what i've grown up as taking that time for yourself even if it is like a long period of time for yourself is not a bad thing to take care of yourself with um to as long as it's benefiting as long I guess as that's it's it. Benefiting. Pouring into as long as it's pouring into you and it's making you happy, I don't think you're obligated to. Oh, well, I guess that what you're. So then, what I'm hearing you say, maybe this is what you're saying, that you can just continue pouring yourself and not worry about pouring into others. You or do you can? Do I agree with that? No. Um, do I think that some people will either way? Absolutely. Everyone's different. Everyone needs different things everyone has different needs that they need filled and sometimes only they can fill it um and some people do like that personal space so i don't think it's a bad thing that they take that time to themselves do i think it's selfish no because they're taking care of themselves as long as they're not harming anybody else yeah that's an interesting side note because i i i I actually think and this is jody speaking i think you need to come out of yourself i think it's important to take that time that introspective time, that workout time, that study time, whatever. But if you stay there all the time, that can become a selfish, lonely place, right? And and I think by nature, we are communal people. We need to serve. We need to love. We need to lift each other up. And so I think that there is a time to go and rejuvenate yourself, to build yourself. But I also believe that you need to come out and you need to lift other people up. You can't stay alone. You can't stay a silo. Because if you stay a silo, you you hide those gifts that are naturally given to you to bless other people. Oh, and, I agree. Yeah, so... And I think if you do say stay alone, I think it's kind of like... I think you start withering. Yeah, and I would agree. you can't grow. You really don't No, and grow. you can't. And like... Um, as humans, we are a community-based species. Uh, we love being, we're not, we don't do well alone. We're, we have power in numbers and that's kind of just been seen through like evolution and such. We do well with a group. The lone wolf usually dies, um, Uh, by herself. And so if they are taking that time to themselves and they are solo, that's what they need to do. And that's how they may thrive as a human. Are they going to do well? Maybe not. Um, I, I see I see cry. both sides to that. Um, but some people might. Um, but I also think as for us to like reach our full potential, there needs to be balance in both. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the whole point, right? Is that to reach your full potential, you do need others. Is that what you're saying? To help you reach that full potential, whether it's others through books or others through wherever? I believe we are stronger as a unit than singular, yes. Yeah, uh, I love that. So if there were one little nugget, and as we're wrapping up here, if there was one nugget that you would share with people that 
would really help them in 2019 heading into 2020? 2020. What, what would that nugget be that would just, guys, go do this one thing? One of my favorite lines of the Dutch Creed that we have, um, also known as the Optimist Creed, is to to see the goodness in others. Um, not word for word, of course, but um, basically, if there's anything that I could tell you guys to do, believe in other people, trust in them, and look for the gold nuggets inside of them. Uh, believe in other people and make sure that they believe in themselves because some people need that. Some people need a little bit extra love and somebody to show them the mirror of what's inside of them. Look inside of people. Look inside of others. Trust others and pull the best parts of them out and show it to them because some people need that. Show the possibility that somebody has for their own personal growth and love that part of them. I love that because I think a lot of people can't see the goodness in themselves and when you can show the mirror of the of the goodness in them, they can see it for themselves. And sometimes that may be the very first time that they've seen it mm -hmm. because somebody else saw it and encouraged it and invited it to come out. I love that. Well, Push I, everyone to be better. I just think that it's almost like seeing it through the eyes of God, seeing you through the eyes of God, you know, our creator. So he knows your potential. He knows and he loves us unconditionally. So if you can see someone in that light, then you can always see that there's so much more to them than they can see. So mm -hmm. that's what you're saying. Bring it out. I love Bring that. it out. Show it to them uh, because some people have never had it shown to them. And it takes that one little extra step to tell them that they are special or they have that capability inside them and show that to them. For them to start to believe in themselves. Inspiration comes from others. So give it to others. I love that. So Wow. Lots of nuggets today, Zane. Thank you so yes. much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're not the proud parents of Zane, <laughs> by the way. We're not. No. Well, I was super excited. I mean, when I was talking to him in Arizona, I'm like, oh, we got to have this conversation on the podcast because there are so many, like you said, nuggets that we can pull into our own lives to help us be the best versions of ourselves. And mm -hmm. there really is power and choice of being intentional and being deliberate and seeing good in other people and bringing the goodness out of them. I just love it. So go today and just be intentional about helping somebody feel great about themselves. Just make, make somebody smile. Make them forget the trouble of their day. Just make that choice to go and do it and as always thank you guys for joining us it's always an adventure as we explore the power of choice in your life and as always mahalo, mahalo.